Weird. Hey, 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 welcome to Weird, the podcast that brings you all the news that you can use to blow a fuse, and it's all true, and it's all weird, Craig. We Oh, my name's Aaron. Why'd you call me Weird Craig? <laughs> That's what I, I pretty much call you that all the time. All right, whatever. That started back in high school. No, it didn't. It did. I said, there goes Weird Craig. No, you made that up. No, all the time I did that. I was thinking today about the great food fight of 1984. I, which I was not part of. I didn't have anything to do with I it. I have no recollection of but this But Coach Langford grabbed me by the collar and pulled me out from under a table where I was covered up. You know, I didn't get and he, messy. And he probably pulled you with like one finger. I didn't That's throw anything. That's how strong he was. I didn't throw anything. Well, he probably was just looking for a reason. He probably <laughs> he probably orchestrated the whole thing. Just I don't can, know why I was thinking about that today either. But it was a... Uh, you were thinking about food? You're thinking, I'm always thinking, thinking, thinking about, about You are thinking about some of those delicious rectangular pizzas? Yes. Weird, Craig. Can you buy those anywhere? I'll never forget Tommy Hoover. You remember they used to have the salad line yeah. and the sandwich line. They were connected. Yeah. Tommy Hoover used to go and give out two pounds of bologna and cover it with lettuce. <laughs> well, well, did they weigh it? or it was just No, no you just had to pay for a salad. Did he get away with it? Yes. I had a lady one time try to – here I am. I'm not – like some rascal coming in the door. I don't ever cause. I mean, I mean, you, you you got kids when they walk in the door. You know that they're the ones you have to watch. Well, maybe that's why he grabbed me by the collar from under the table. Well, I walked in one day. I remember just randomly. I walked in and I went to uh, get some food. I remember the lady asking me or accusing me of getting two of something or something. I forget what it was. Oh, like, I've heard this story. This is great. You did. You had two slices of pizza. N- no. You was made, it? You was made it, that up. Was I, it soy burger? I didn't have anything. I, I mean, I had whatever I was supposed to have. But it was. She was like, it was funny. I never caught attitude from those people until that one time. Did you? You never went to uh, KD for junior, no. I did not. High no. School. Where, you went to? Some, I went to Hendersonville Christian Academy. Oh, okay. For the so, it early years. so it didn't take. No, it did not. So anyway, um, it did take. You so uh, I went to KD, and um, we used to have. I don't know what they did. But you, my Corona's acting up. Yeah, how is that Corona? It's you feeling it's, better? It's okay. Yeah, I'm thinking of going to Miller Lite or something yeah. next week. Our friend Angela posted today: if 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 the Corona is still going around the summer, you got to be careful. If you get a tick bite, you could have Corona with Lyme. Oh, that's true. L Y. Yeah. M E. Yeah. I get that. <clears throat> anyway, you know Angela. Yeah. Causey. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so she's funny. Um, at KD when I was in junior high school, they had in the mornings you could buy Krispy Kreme donuts. Stop it. And the crazy thing was they were always ice cold. Like, Ugh. no, no, no. That's awesome. No, it's not. No, no, no. They were. Yes, I want hot now. No, because the, the sugar on the outside had kind of hardened no, up. It's, I don't no, want hard you don't, sugar. You do not know until you've tried this. You cannot speak I'm to not this. eating a frozen donut. It's not frozen. You just said it was. I'm saying they're cold. I'm not eating a cold. Well, I mean, they if were, there's not a microwave. No, they were delicious. They were, I don't know what it was. I don't know why they were always cold. If they, whatever. If I'd have gone there, my parents would have gone broke, and I would have gained 500 pounds before high school. You just waited till after? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you saw Tom Hanks has got the coronavirus. Yeah. Did you see that? Good for him. Him and Rita. And, they, and they're in Australia, mate. Are they? Yes. They, they want yeah, to come Yeah, because they were in Gold Coast yeah. uh, Hospital or something, and, and the, the nurses and the doctors gave him a... Uh, um, a volleyball, volleyball with Wilson, Wilson yeah. painted on the front of they it. They say, "Here, you're all by yourself." I now. hope they wash their hands Talk before to, you wash your hands. You know what? 
you know, Acar- apparently washing hands is the cure all of it. I don't know. I don't get it because it's a virus. Apparently, you can't anti- antibacterial stuff can't kill viruses. Let me can. let me let me talk about that because okay. I, oh, first of all, our this episode next episode is heavily loaded with Corona news. Well, as it should be. Calm down, everybody. You, everybody, calm down. Stop canceling stuff. Inc- the, inc- the, inc- the 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 sweet sixteen has been canceled. Uh, here's the thing, and you you're really into going to those teenage birthday parties <laughs> i love the oh, sports oh, i don't watch basketball until this I time think, i don't think going to teenage birthday parties is a sport <laughs> or you talking about the basketball thing yes because oh, march madness they cancel Skimmerhorn's canceled all the concerts Skimmerhorn. 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 no it's Skimmerhorn. pretty sure it's Skimmerhorn. I'm, I, think it's you're a biopic. I think you're wrong <laughs> so anyway <laughs> save ventriloquist <laughs> steve uh what was Steve? Steve? What was his name? Steve Houston? No, Steve. I'm here uh, talking about Who the, the? the six by billion dollar. The Steve bi- Austin. Steve Austin. I knew it was a Texas. I knew it was in Texas. <laughs> oh, Steve Austin, Texas. <laughs> yeah, did you see when he fought the Bigfoot guy? Yes, that, that was, was awesome. Crazy. But anyway, he was a he was a biopic man. Biopic. Yeah, because he could see out of one eye really far. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so the Sweet Sixteen was canceled and. Uh, people are buying up toilet paper for what some unknown reason. About? The symptom has nothing to do with no. going to the bathroom at, at, at all. In but fact, they, they, here's what I heard. I heard that, that most of the toilet paper is manufactured. Toilet paper I heard the toilet paper manufactured in China, which I don't buy. I don't believe that. I don't believe well, it. Well, no, you don't buy it because it takes too long to get here. But people are thinking that it's the run run out of toilet do paper. Do you want to buy toilet paper? from china when it could come with a virus that can sit for 14 Ooh, days use this it got the virus no but it. that virus can sit what seven to 14 days sit on a surface of something i don't know it's like it's like two weeks on metal well what I if you're what if you're, what if you're playing reggae there's a lot of people alice cooper may be canceling his uh you just gonna let that one go yeah, by reggae raga i don't like reggae okay so it, say it again what about metal uh, alice cooper no uh, no no. what'd you say about it on, on metal it, oh it lasts like two weeks what about on disco Disco's dead, much to my chagrin. New Wave? No. Classic Rock. Well, stop it. We're supposed to be a weird news podcast. We've spent this, six think, minutes no, discussing. I think, I, think, I think everything we've talked about has been obviously weird. It's weird that Coach Langford pulled me out by my You're collar back to from under again. a table. You're back to this again. Yes. I was wrongly accused. Huh. But anyway, we've got a lot of weird news. We need to get to it. I wasn't done talking. Okay, go ahead. Finish uh, up. I got to think about it. Bride's brother shows up with a llama as a wedding guest. This was awesome. I wish I had thought to do this. Well, you don't know them. Well, when when my sisters got married. Oh, right. Uh, A silly 2015 exchange between two siblings led to an event that has since gone viral. A wedding in which the unamused bride was forced (laughs) to welcome a very dapper llama as a guest. Nice picture. I saw the picture. Yes. Five years ago, we're just now getting to. Did you see her expression? Looking oh, yeah, at her brother yeah. like I'm about to knock the crap. By the way, look at you. Are, you how long are, are you, been are you having a tumor? How long have you been home? Are you having a tumor? It's not a tumor. Are you having a stroke? What's with this scruff? You look. I, you look like you should be walking around Broadway with a says trash the, bag says the guy who had a says the guy who had a youth pastor haircut and a big bushy <laughs> beard for a, a long time. Well, that's just scruff, though. You're scruff. No, that's that's scruff. What's wrong with you? Are you not feeling well? Is it Corona? I'm gonna tell you. You hear a story? Glenna's gonna hear. Glenna, my wife, daughter, is going to no wife is uh, gonna laugh when I tell the story. But uh, this is how comfortable. Well, at least your wife listens. This is how. Yeah, I know. This is how comfortable I am with our with, listener as a man. Uh, this is like a, <laughs> but there's a this place that my mom lives at now. 
Yeah. There's clearly a homosexual man that works there. Okay. And twice he's indirectly, maybe directly flirted right up, just right there in the open with me. Really? He said the other day, if you can believe it. Well, why didn't he get some glasses? Here's what he said the other day. Okay, this is what he said to me. And, and, and keep in mind, my only problem with this whole thing is it brings everything to an awkward sure. thing. Yeah. Super nice guy. He says, he says, this is what he says to me. You ready? Yeah. He says, so you got this handsome man with you again. He said that to you? And he said this to my mom. And he said, probably the most handsome man that walks through the doors here. That poor place. I said to him, I said to <laughs> no him. No wonder she's unhappy there. <laughs> I said to him, I said, wow, your choices must be pretty bad. <laughs> He said something to the effect of, I said what I said. An elephant faithful 100%. Yeah, I was going to say, like some Dr. <laughs> Seuss thing. And, uh, you know, I just don't know what to make of it. I guess in, in, in one way I could say, you know, somebody thinks that at least. Somebody. <laughs> so what about this llama? So the llama, anyway. Are you ready now? How do uh-huh. we get off on that anyway? Because you the just llama. can't focus. Because you're talking about weddings and, and something, and then something else focus. I don't know, but you had a tumor. <laughs> I don't have a tumor. Something, something dark side. And then you... <laughs> okay. Five years ago, Mendel Weinstock was driving with his sister, Raya, to Indiana from their home in I Ohio. I it's Riva. Now, what did I say? You said Raya. Oh, I thought that was a Y. I thought that was a Y. Why? I don't know. You got you're the tumor boy. Yeah, shush. Five years ago, Mendel Weinstock was driving with his sister, some call Raya. Her <laughs> name's Riva, to Indiana from their home in Ohio. During the drive, uh, Riva was allegedly discussing her wedding like it was tomorrow. Mendel wrote in a post on Reddit, even though she wasn't even dating anyone. Wow. The discussion eventually led Mendel to. Uh, issue an ultimatum if you make me come to the wedding i'm bringing a llama <laughs> according to mendel reva got very upset at the She's idea not even dating anybody at this time right. before, that's, a, that's one major difference between guys yeah All right, let me ask you this question before you met glenna when you were single did you ever when you were out with your buddy say okay i can't wait for my wedding when i get married <laughs> I'm going to have a tux, yeah. and we're going to have candles. I'm going to have these colors. It's going to be a beautiful day. <laughs> no. No. Guys are like, okay, just tell me what we're doing. Yeah. Can we have a real quick wedding? Can, we just, what I wanted. can we just elope? Yes. Anyway, um, the discussion eventually led Mendel to issue the ultimatum. Okay. According to him, uh, Reva got very upset at the idea before eventually coming becoming so exasperated at the back and forth that she... What did she do? She acquiesced. She acquiesced? Yes, she did. I'm not sure we can say that. <laughs> she acquiesced. Anyway, and told Mendel uh, he could bring the llama or a llama to her wedding, which, sure. again, she had not yet planned to a man she had not yet met. So, <laughs> so fast forward. She, she's like, yeah, sure. Okay, bring a llama. Yeah. See so, if I care. So, so fast forward to October of last year, 2019, and Reva also sometimes mentioned colloquial to by her friends as Rhea or Raya, 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 Raya yeah. was happily. I just want to use the word colloquial because I'm working on saying it because I have Is a that hard, the word of the day. I have a hard time with that word like you do ventriloquist. Ventriloquist. Yeah, what? Ventriloquist. Yeah, see, you're yeah. not a problem with it. And colloquially, colloqu- puppets. colloquial, I'm working on. Colloquial. Anyway, uh, to, she's, she's happily engaged. It's 2019. She's planning her March 2020 nuptials. That's just happened. Yes. However, 
Mendel had been planning for the big day as well. Yeah, if you tell your sister you're bringing a llama to her wedding, that t- you can't just go down the street and pick up a llama. Because the llama, if it, if nothing else, the llama's going to take the attention away from the bride. You can't do that. No, or spit at her. Or both. Yeah. Yeah. Or upstage her new husband. Yeah. You know, yeah. better looking. Right. Whatever. Because they are cute. I was told he was probably the most handsome llama to ever <laughs> walk into that place. Yeah, I bet. Anyway. Literally, I called. Oh, this is her. Literally, I called him to tell him I was engaged, and his response was, "Great, I'm calling the llama farm now." Yeah, Reva said. Probably not even an hour later. Her voice is changing right now. I got a text that said his llama rental was confirmed. You think she believed him? Probably not. Uh, as the wedding day was approaching, Mendel contacted his friend for help on how to make a suit jacket and shirt for the llama to wear. It was dapper. <laughs> it it was, was nice. All I could look at, though, was her expression. Yeah. The friend, in turn, uh, turned to Reddit for the answer. I've been hired to make a tuxedo for a llama, and I don't have its measurements. I'm also assuming the llama is male. <laughs> the original post read. Fortunately... Or perhaps, unfortunately, if you ask the bride, his friend was able to make the llama suit jacket. Uh, after it was all said and done, the cost of the llama rental and the custom-made outfit totaled 450 bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad for a tux, even for a llama. Well, no, that's the llama and Oh, that's a bargain. That's suit. crap. I'd yeah. buy one for that. Yeah, you'd rent one for 450 Sure. Uh, he confirmed all this on Reddit, but for him, it was all worth it for the one photo his sister agreed to take. A photo that eventually went viral on Reddit with over 157,000 upvotes. 157 I, is my favorite I promised him that I would take one picture. I said, I will not stand next to the llama. I will not touch the llama, but I will take one picture, the bride said. You got to. Reva said once she took the picture, she went back inside and was not having any more of it. The llama, shocky, was not allowed inside the venue. Poor llama. He's like, I'm all dressed up. He's like meatloaf. All dressed up and no place to go. Yeah, he just he just wanted to have a llama fun. Yeah, llama, a llama, fun. llama. We're gonna have a llama, llama fun. <laughs> llama fun. Uh, all right, whatever. Okay, you've seen cats where owners oh I viciously. You have you you've seen that too? Probably no. I have no. I'm I not have. watching the movie either. Why? It's horrendous. Is it the new movie? I'm not watching that. There's not, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the musical. Certain, certain musicals can be turned into a movie. Yeah, but that, Rent. One, that, one, that one actually has no, not one good review. Rent was a great movie. In fact, I think the Cats movie freaked more people out than it entertained. I, never heard, I hadn't seen it. It's bad. I've seen it's the play. To, yeah, absolutely horrible. The play, I've seen small productions of it, not the big Right. I, have, I didn't go to Broadway. And, uh, yeah. I, uh, anyway, so. I, I love you, it. When you said Cats, I thought you meant Cats. No. The, the musical. No, but you've seen these cats where the owners viciously... That's a lie. I actually read the story. I knew you did not mean Cats the musical. I just wanted to say that for entertainment value. Viciously shaved their cats to look like tiny little lions, you know? Uh-huh. Well, apparently, this this next story, they do it with dogs, too, because headline is, a lion spotted roaming the streets of Spain. Turns out to be a huge dog with a funky haircut. A and dog th- with a funky haircut that yes. was actually a cat? Or no, 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 no. They thought it was a lion. Oh, rawr. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a photograph on on the internet, and it did look like a lion roaming the streets. But police in Molina de Segura. How big was this dog? Big. In Spain, received several calls regarding a lion spotted in a public garden as they prepared to embark on the task of capturing this huge cat. 
They were surprised as they ended up catching just a huge dog with an elaborate hairdo to resemble a mane. And it even had the, the tail even, it was tuffed at the end. Chow mane? Chow mane. That sounds good. Well, it does, doesn't it? I'm pretty pretty doggone hungry. Was that all there was? No, there's a little bit more, but. Uh, Go ahead, know. just tell us all about so it. So this animal been microchipped, as a lot of dogs are nowadays. Um, but lions are not. It, no, because who's going to do that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. me. Uh, and the police were able to identify the owner. Well, you wouldn't actually microchip a, a lion, know, a dog either, because you don't know how. Well, here, you know, Lily's microchipped. You didn't do it. I didn't do it, and we we paid for it, and then we took her to the vet, and they said there ain't no microchip in this dog. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Did you take her back where you got where you're no, supposed no, to have it done? No, we were going to. And then we just kind of forgot. well, maybe you shouldn't trust them to do it. You know, the microchips don't really protect you at all. You know, Glenna was looking a story up about uh, there was somebody that their dog was stolen or whatever. They found the dog in another state somewhere, brought it back, and they were not obligated to give the dog back to the person. Why? Tennessee just I don't know some Tennessee laws. They eventually, I think, did the right thing, and gave their dog back, but it was like it didn't do much more than locate the dog. Well, I was thinking maybe the dog, either before or after Lily, ended up with two chips. So one day we may get a call that our dog has been found and Lily may be sitting right beside us. But, hey, I'll take it. If somebody, you know, it's a free dog. What if they bring you the dog and it is Lily, but she's oh, also standing stop. next to you? Stop. Would That's, that be a glitch in the Matrix? Yes, or that could be the alternate universe bleeding over. Or it could be a cat dressed as a Basenji. So anyway, I don't it's, know. it's not clear why the owner changed the appearance of this dog to resemble a lion, but he did or she did. And it looked just like a lion. It really did. Now, this next story, I thought this was submitted by somebody. Was I don't know. And here's the reason why I don't know, Craig, is because I was not home this week when I was putting together the show notes. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't on Facebook. So I just went out okay. to our regular sources. So I think this might have been either Jules or uh, what's the other girl? Carrie. Name? Carrie. <laughs> it's a guy. Yeah. What? He's a guy. What? Carrie. Oh, my wayward son. Oh, yeah, you're right. Just, that's an easy way to remember I think it. one of them, and I'm sorry, it might, been been might have been Mark. It's one of the three that listens to One of our three producers. Th- one of the only three listeners we have. <laughs> I feel like we're just recording this for them. <laughs> Maybe we are. I mean, we could I be. I think Mark was part of the, the Food Fight of 84. He, he might, I don't remember he, which lunch he period he had. But. Did you, you, so you didn't see Mark's top album list that he sent us? No. Where is it? Well, he sent us his list of top albums. Maybe we should substitute his list of top ten albums from our Band do you have it with you? I can look in a, in a moment. Okay. I'll have you babble on like an idiot, like normal, and I'll find when it. When you babble on and on. So anyway, Pig Starts Farm Fire. I don't like it when you do that because the podcast is t- the two of us. What did I do? You check out sometimes and you're reading. You're looking for Mark's top 10 list. I wasn't looking for it. No, no. I'm oh, saying but, but oh, when it'll you just do. Take, it'll just take me a second to find it. Huh. I think. Huh. Pig Starts Farm Fire by excreting pedometer. <laughs> Firefighters in North Yorkshire have tackled a blaze that broke out after a pig swallowed a pedometer, which then combusted in its pen after excretion. Fecal surprise. Fire surprise. I think this is uh, appropriate. Yeah, of course. The fire crews were called to a blaze covering 75 square meters at four pig pens in Bromham near Leeds, on Saturday afternoon. The how, nor- how big is 75 square meters? It's in metric, and I don't know. <laughs> the new the North Yorkshire Fire 
I can, hey. I can, I can ask. <laughs> that's the night. That's my name of the band tonight. North Yorkshire Fire. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage North Yorkshire Fire. Okay, here we go. That's a pretty good name. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Ready? How uh, how many miles is 75 square meters? That would be 2.896 times 10 to the negative fifth power square miles. <laughs> okay, we'll just skip. Thanks a lot, Siri. We'll just skip that. That's a lot of, that's a lot of area, well, though. Let me try one more time. Okay. How much is 75 square meters in miles? That would be 2.896 times 10 to the negative Ask her how many miles, miles is. How many miles is 75 square meters? The answer is 2.896 times <laughs> what 10 is to wrong the negative with your power square miles. Maybe I'm asking the wrong question. Maybe I shouldn't say miles to acres or something. Okay, try that. How many acres is 75 square meters? That would be 0.019 acres. <laughs> Zero point zero. Not even an acre. Not even an acre? <laughs> that can't, that can't, can't be, be right. right. Now, Siri's on drugs at the moment, kids. <laughs> Don't. This is the one little area around the pig. Yeah, just just the <laughs> just where he pooped. Just the pig itself. <laughs> anyway, it covered seventy-five square meters, whatever that is, at four pig pens. Uh, the North Yorkshire Fire and Rescue Service said the fire was caused by nature taking its course and copper from the pedometer battery reacting with dry hay ah. and the pig pen's contents. The pedometer was being used to prove the animal was free range and had been taken off one of its fellow pigs. No animals were harmed. So they, they put pedometers on their, their pigometers is what they are. Yeah, so I'm not going to even say that funny little line at the end. It's dumb. I didn't. I, 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 uh, so you read this one, and I'm going to go find Mark's list. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. You read. Oh, are you kidding me? <sighs> then I won't. <laughs> headline is aaron's got a gimpy uh piece of device over here just does not work what is wrong with it it's it's an apple you're, product you're gonna I mean, have to you're gonna good. You're, you're gonna have to restore it completely i think is what you're gonna well, have do to it do. just do whatever I, you got to do i have to have a computer here to do it the proper way oh snap well no i didn't mean like that <laughs> are you gonna go i am if you would just give me a minute well what This one's kind of gross, by the way. Of 84, Aaron had nothing to do with it. Mark Patch might have started it. Yeah, he, was, he was a little rebellious. Mark Patch has never been rebellious a day in his life. Okay, headline is dead mouse found in burrito. Well, I had a friend once who was a cop. <laughs> he found one in his beer. He, he, he said, the factory. oh, you know what? Max von Sydow. That's died. right. He, died he did. This week. And that was his best movie he ever. He went on in. Most underrated role ever. Well, actually that and the the role of Ming in Flash Gordon. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Did you see the Walmart commercial? They did another one, and I think I posted it on the Facebooks. But uh, Walmart has these fantastic commercials. Where they bring all these different uh, movies together. You know, like the Dumb and Dumber van comes running, and they're all picking up their groceries. Yeah. Have you seen those? No. There's there's one for no, the past couple years. Yes, I have. And... Um, they actually get what's his face who played Flash Gordon comes riding in on, that, on that rocket thing that he rode that scooter looking yes. like a jet ski yeah uh, he comes riding through the air on that thing to pick up his groceries I and, never watch commercials I see them on the Facebooks I don't watch them on TV because I don't have TV service yeah I, I don't watch and them. nor will I sir 
I do. You should probably read this before you're thinking. Bed mouse found in burrito at Iowa restaurant. Health officials confirm. This comes to us from Sioux City, Iowa. Who's Sioux? City. A customer at an Iowa food business allegedly found a mouse mixed in with his burrito order Wednesday afternoon. Officials at Siouxland District Health Department, also known as SDHD, received a complaint from the customer Wednesday afternoon. Craig, you're eating a burrito. And no, no, I'm not. If you were eating a burrito and a ta- you said, hmm, and you pull the burrito away and there's a tail that comes sliding oh, through your disgusting. teeth. Oh, that's disgusting. What would you do uh, after you throw up? Call a lawyer? Yeah, probably. Take a picture. Have somebody grab a phone or something. Okay, anyway, the customer claimed something. they found a mouse in their food at this location. A photo of the mouse mixed in with the customer's food circulated on Facebook, which generated many comments and reactions, as you would expect it would. Uh, The health department has confirmed that a mouse was found at a restaurant and was associated with the customer's meal. It's still unknown how the mouse got mixed into the food. Well, the mouse was eating this food when somebody probably slopped it down and cooked a burrito. Upon receiving the complaint yesterday, the health department went directly to the restaurant to conduct an inspection after the inspection was completed, the restaurant agreed to voluntarily close for deep cleaning. You'd think somebody with coronavirus has been in there. I don't know what to make of that, you know, the whole deep cleaning thing. With the coronavirus or the mouse? Yeah. Or both. <laughs> On Thursday afternoon, the health inspectors returned to the restaurant to ensure that all the public health recommendations associated with the complaint were implemented before reopening for business Inspectors found the restaurant to have cooperated fully and implemented all recommended actions. So oh. now, of course, the rep- restaurant's free to open. So I did find Mark's top ten list. And it's, Excellent. And I, I'm, I'm going to tell you what the list is. Well, I'm going to tell you, but I'm not going to read anything off of it. All right, what is um, it? He says, I, I am making my official personal submission as acting band director for yeah. my top ten favorite albums if you happen to be hurting for a top 10. Okay, good, good. And, Hold on to and, that. And I responded back to them. We actually agree on a few of these. these, these don't, are, don't say anything. I'm, I'm not, not. But I'll tell you one thing. Who's not in there? Don't don't say it. Don't I don't say it. You know who's not in there. <laughs> it's your turn, by the way. Lost out in the toilet paper stampede. An amusement arcade is giving customers the chance to win it. That's right. You know, we talked about the popularity of the claw games. Oh, now they're going to let you give away. To- this toilet paper thing is outrageous. It's crazy. Stupid. I mean, we've got like 700 rolls because we always hoard it. Yeah, well, you, you're high capacity. You're at you're, <laughs> peak. The coronavirus outbreak has sparked panic buying of toilet paper and cleaning products in countries across the world. But one UK businessman is determined to spread some happiness among the anxiety and confusion. Rob Braddock. 48, who owns Braddock's Holiday Park in Westward. Listen where it is. Westward, (laughs) who? Devon. Devon. uh, It's in England, mate. In the southwest of England has filled the toy grabber machines. Leave it to England to call it instead of a crane machine. Toy grabber. Yeah. It's Um, a claw machine. uh, He's added it to his amusement arcade with two of the country's most sought-after sanitary products. Um Arcade customers could previously try their hand at grabbing Frozen 2 or Peter Rabbit toys from the machines, but <laughs> no more. Those days they are gone. They got evicted this morning, uh, Braddock said of the toys, replacing them with toilet roll and hand sanitizer. Visitors can now pay 50 pence. That's about 65 cents. <laughs> That's six pence, none the richer. Right, right. <clears throat> no, 50 pence, and you're much richer. Much, no, you're, maybe you're not rich. 65 cents. Who's Richard? Richard. For three goes. 
That means you can try three wow. times on the toilet roll grabber. That's a bargain. Or a uh, or one pound, which is really heavy, uh, or a dollar thirty for Carex, which Braddock described as the Royals Royce <laughs> of hand sanitizers. Well, how so? He told CNN fake news that the decision was born of a de- of a desire to cheer people up in uncertain times. No, it, it's, it's, it's cheaper bit, than the toys. Well, he's talk, he's gonna, we're going to go to him now live. Oh, go ahead. It's a bit of a light relief. With everything that's going on, he said, hopefully it will raise a smile, which I think everyone needs around the world, travel plans. We just got him just then. That was crazy. Live. Just boom like that. Where'd he go? Uh, I'm over here. Oh, okay. He's over there. Um, Around the world, travel plans have been severely disrupted. Tens of millions of people remain in quarantine as part of global efforts to combat coronavirus supermarkets have seen shortages of toilet paper and hand sanitizer as anxious co- uh, consumers stockpile the products and we don't know why i, I mean, know hand, that i hand saw a, a bottle of hand sanitizer on ebay for 80 bucks it's not that hard to find <laughs> why would people i couldn't find it we, we went looking sunday just I bet, for do, I bet the dollar trees i don't go in that place you should no, i don't they've like got it. what you love the it's most ridiculous. you know the guy i know you love so much what plastic <laughs> Brad, I prefer cardboard. Thank you. Braddock says the family business, which has been running since 1932. Is this Billy Crash Braddock? No, nobody gets that joke. Anyway, <laughs> has received more than a dozen calls from potential customers who say they don't want to travel abroad for their holidays and would rather stay in the UK. How As, do you know nobody got that joke? My dad listens. Okay, your dad got it. <laughs> Billy, At, Billy Crash Braddock. Billy Crash Craddock. Yeah. Yeah. But I say country star. Well, I, do we really need to spend time? Yeah. Do we spend time on this? As for his own coronavirus precautions, Braddock said staff have been told to wash their hands every half hour. You wash your hands. You better wash yourself, mister. You wash your hands. <laughs> Which is particularly important for those handling money in the arcade. What, the machines? The money machines? Money machines. All right. I'm done with that. All right. Good. Headline is, teen finesses his way into a year's worth of free burritos. I can get down. I'm, you know, one time I did. You won. I yeah. St- I stood in line when one of these when the, one of the Moe's opened up in Nashville, and I got six months. They gave me one burrito every week. I love Moe's. Oh, my so goodness. Good. I don't get how people like the Chipotle place. No, when you got a Moe's. Moe's blows it away, in my opinion. Moe's. I don't know why people are so. I get, you know what I get when I go in there? The loyal. John, the John Cock Toastin'. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Is yeah. that how you pronounce that? Yes, it's John Cockroston. Uh, but anyway, there's a, I always get the... You know where that's from, right? Uh, it sounded like a... The, uh, John Cockroston. sounded like, I don't know, the Godfather or something. It was from Fletch. Oh, from Fletch? Yeah. As You know how he made up all his names? He was Ted Nugent. Well, yeah, well he was, the Underhills were in that, too. Yeah. John Cockroston. Um, so, and there's something bag of... Joey, Joey two, Bag of Donuts. Joe Bag of Donuts. Yeah. I always get the Homewrecker. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Or the Nachos. That's Nachos. They are when I buy them. I'll tell you what, though. I don't understand this. Uh, and this is just my opinion. I'm not slandering Chipotle, but kind of. They're good. But no, every time I go there, the last time, and if, if anybody's listening from Chipotle, change my mind. I do like them. Change my mind. Last time I went, had the steak tacos. Every one of them tastes like I was chewing a rubber bands. That's terrible. They're horrible. That's terrible. And everyone, and they nickel and dime you. You didn't find a mouse in them, did you? No, but every, they nickel and dime you. Every time you go through there, everything they add on. The only, the only thing they add on at Moe's is like everybody they you know, guacamole's extra right unless you get the home wrecker and you're and i'm thinking to myself avocados are not expensive why do we always pay extra for this and we just do it willingly 
Yeah, because we do it willingly. That's why. And uh, they act like it's gold or, yeah. or something. But I'll anyway, what's gold is their queso. Dude, and, and that's the thing about uh, uh, Chipotle. They got the worst queso on the planet. Uh-huh. No, they really, Chipotle does. Hey, have you had it? No, I haven't had that oh, queso. Oh, go, and I'm not, this but I'm not near a Chipotle. This, we're about, there's one being built down in Hville. I won't be near it either. Um, I'll but, be at Moe's. But here's the, me too. And here's the thing. Um, no, you can look it up. Go look up the opinions of the of the queso at Chipotle. It's okay. not good. The I'll reviews are not good. Now let me get back to this team. You remember where O'Chucks is in Hendersonville? Yeah, yeah. That, that's not there anymore. Oh, is it not? They tore it down. There's a Chipotle. So it's close to Moe's. Oh, yeah right, yeah, down, yeah. right across the street. All right. Headline is, teen finesses his way into a year's worth of free burritos. I, I once won burritos. Did I ever tell you that? I, I know. Six that's, months. I thought that's what you were going to say. I didn't know you were going to say you stood in line at Moe's. I thought you were going to talk about when you wrote when you your writing award no that was taco, taco bell, bell. people yeah. don't, i don't want to brag yeah but i will yeah so i was in a contest for taco bell yes. well everybody was in the contest but i submitted a bunch of things to have written on the sauce pack yes i think we've talked about this before Man, who cares and i did i guess i had a homer simpson moment and yeah. i put mm, sauce yes and um i uh they got picked I and know, they, and they gave me what they. I've seen your award. Yeah, they gave me what they called a year's worth it's of a food. Major award. No, it's it like was a, a major week's worth. For it, me. Was, it was. It was. <laughs> no, it was worth. They gave me what they what they considered a year's worth. Ended up being not even enough for one of their meals. Usually every day, <laughs> Are every, you once a week. So we just basically had a stack of money. It was a stack of um, coupons. They're like coupons, but I could, coupons, but I could uh, I could use them at even the combo stores that have like Pizza Hut. So oh, really? I, so I could get either, and we were, and they gave us change back. Sweet. All right. Anyway, and I did get. I don't want to brag, but I got a uh, got a little plaque. Remember the yeah, plaque I've I got? Seen, I've seen your plaque, and uh, and it, it's it's pretty impressive. All right. So a New York City teenager managed to get a year's worth a of free. That means twice I've won Mexican, Mexican food. themed yeah. food. Yeah. I'm, I'll tell you what I'm having for dinner tonight. Mexican themed food. Yes. Taco I'm craving Bell. it. Taco now. Bell. I might go down to Moe's. So someone sent me a picture a while ago. Did you see this Taco Bell thing where they got three chalupas tied together? You tear them and ha- you tear them apart. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. Hold on, everybody! Look at this. Rip the chalupa. Everybody, look at this on our audio. Yeah, podcast. everybody, everybody, look at this. Ready? You're just gonna blow your mind. Okay. They're called triple lupa. Triple lupa. It's got lines that say "tear here." Look, there's three of them in a row. Big long. Man, that's a gimmick. It, yeah. I ain't, I'm not doing that. You should get that big long box of nachos. Yeah, I might. You'll I might die. Do that. You're gonna die though. A media. A media. A New York city teenager managed to get a year's worth of free burritos thanks to help from social media i got a free burrito did i tell you about that on valentine's day this year seven-year-old ren nakamura a student at beacon high school shared a photo of himself eating a dos doros uh that's a mexican restaurant with locations in new york new new jersey and chicago several hours later the restaurant chain responded to his delight according to uh this food blog but this teenager then asked the restaurant how many likes he would need to get in order to receive free burritos for the rest of the year. Now, this was in February, so he's got a lot of free burritos coming. A lot of them. Yes. So Dos, Dos, Dos Toros said he would need to get at least 10,000 likes. So he thought that was very achievable, so he went for it. And the next day, he posted himself standing outside the Dos Toros in Manhattan's Flatiron District, along with a conversation that he had with a Dos Toros representative at dos Tados promised me free burritos for a year if this post gets ten thousand likes he, he wrote you know the drill like and share so according to grub street i think that's the name of the of the food blog that posted this nakamura's post caught the attention of social media influencer nicholas heller you know him he's no. an influencer 
One of your favorite things. Are we in, are we influencers yet? No. No, I don't think we so. We influence people to change the podcast. <laughs> we influence them to go to sleep. Yeah. So I guess we are influencers in a way. So Nicholas Heller, in turn, shared uh, shared this with his followers via his Instagram story. I figured Dos Toros was betting against him hitting 10K likes, so I felt obligated to help him out, Heller told this blog. I also love the idea of a community coming together uh, to help a kid beat the odds and win a free year of burritos. I would love a to f- beat the odds and get a free. Yes, a year of burritos. That would be, to me, like, that's a food lottery you win. If you got, and, and they don't, I mean, they'll give him like one a week or something like that. Well, if it's like know. Taco Bell, they're probably not giving them yeah that much so so anyway so but i'm not uh, complaining i got a lot of free food from taco bell well it only took 29 hours and i got the plaque on my heart to prove it that's pretty cool and you got the plaque on your wall too yeah i do the plaque with a little on. pouch of hot sauce uh i may have one that's deflated that <laughs> somebody <laughs> somebody dropped one when the kids were still at home and dropped into a printer and, oh. it, and it got squished out and then another one i think literally just evaporated got a hole in it or something sure so i think i've got i might have one like little like pack. So anyway, this guy, this kid in 29 hours got 10,700 likes. And after he hit the 10,000 mark, he uh, direct messaged Dos Toros and he was like, yo, what's up guys? I just got it. What are we doing now? <laughs> he replied. Uh, they saw the message and didn't even respond. <laughs> so I was a little worried that they weren't going to come through. That's what he's saying. This is him. But, like, you know, that would have been pretty foul, I thought. So the restaurant chain's director of marketing eventually reached out to the teenager and instead gave him a black card. With that card, uh, the kid can get one steak burrito with guac. That's their with or without the mouse. That's their most expensive item every week for 52 weeks. So good for him. You know but what I mean? He's also got to muster up the courage to eat there again. But this wasn't the mouse place. Oh, you're getting your stories confused. We've had too many burrito stories this episode. Yeah, it's I think. kind of messing me up. Yeah. There's more line. There's more stuff. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's whatever. The sums it up. Hey, you lost out on the. Hey, 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 hey. What? Listen to this. Okay, go ahead. Hey, hey, hey. What, what? does that button do? Quit. Fecal surprise. I hit the right button and didn't even know it. Lost out on the toilet paper stampede and amusement arcade. Oh, we've already done that. What? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm. So where are you? I'm. I, I, we're I, supposed I, to be at Williams Lake right now. I know we're going there. Okay. I was so excited. I hit the right button. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, buttons, sorry. You weirdo. Williams Lake couple sentenced uh sentenced in grow op trial. Grow op trial? Yes. It's a growing operation. Oh. You know. But so I'm not in that biz like you. you no, know, I'm not is. in that biz either, but I read the story. But who is Joe? That's the question. The judge sentencing a Williams Lake couple convicted last week of grow op related charges said they believe they had done. Uh, they believed they had done nothing wrong and had a God-given right to grow marijuana. That's what these people thought. You know why, Craig? Because they are. What do they call them? Naturalized citizens or something like that? I don't know. Something like that. What I, we, what are we I about? see them on the live PD all the time. They don't think they I don't need watch a license. that show. Why not? I don't, I don't have TV. Oh, that's right. They have a notion that a common law. They are not engaging. What? Yeah, that's they right. They have a notion that at common law. They are not engaging in illegal activity, Justice Miriam Gropper said during her sentencing. She sounds like a, an old guy from Georgia, if you notice her voice. 
Um, yeah. During the sentencing of Joseph and Catherine Zambori in British Columbia, British Columbia Supreme yeah, Court in Williams Lake uh, on Thursday. Okay, I'll do this one. Okay. <clears throat> they are simply wrong. Uh, in a just, peaceful, and democratic society, citizens are not entitled to pick and choose the laws that apply to them. That is anarchy. It is. Anarchy she moved in the here UK. from Georgia, by the yeah. way. The Zamboris, which. No, that name spelled the right. Okay. Who seemed to follow the Freeman. That's it. On. Freeman on the land. Freeman on the land movement. Yes. Were found guilty of possession of marijuana, possession of the purpose uh, for the purpose of trafficking and uh, for removing the hydrometer from outside their Fox Mountain home. Uh, Throughout the trial by jury, they were found guilty. They represented to themselves. Mistake number one. And insisted they were not bound to any laws. They had a full verbal lawyer. Yes, themselves. That attitude was still evident during the sentencing when Mr. Zambori constantly interrupted the judge and yelled a profanity at her. <laughs> well, he's a he, profanity. It's not against the law there for him. Okay. For him. He's a freeman on the land. That's, that's true. As Gropper began her deliberation, Mr. Zambori interjected, who is Joe? I don't, <laughs> I need to know who Joe is. He shouted, you're sentencing a person. and I need to know who that person is. <laughs> Who's Joe? Gropper looked at him and said, I'm talking to you. He shouted back, I am a man of common law. I am not a you. Bring forth the man or woman <laughs> forward to claim that I have done wrong. <laughs> I love this this language. As Gropper continued to read her sentencing, Mr. Zambori kept talking at one point, told the judge she was destroying his life. I'm not going to be <laughs> quiet, he insisted. As a man of the common law, I have a person. I'm not the person. I have a person. I'm not the person. I have a person. I'm not the person. You have charged the person, and I'm curious what you are going to do about that. Eventually, Gropper asked the four sheriffs in the courtroom to restrain him so she could continue sentencing. When Mr. Zambori began protesting that the sheriffs did not have permission to touch him, they placed him on the ground. There were six people in the courtroom to support the Zamboris. Leave him alone, (laughs) one woman told the sheriffs. Don't fight, Joe, another person said. Don't fight, Joe. Who's Joe? Yeah, don't fight, Joe. Yeah, he knew who Joe was. Yeah, who's Joe? Turning to the justice, Mr. Zambori swore at her and kept yelling, demanding that she verify he had done no wrong, or that he had done wrong, rather. At that point, Gropper recessed the court for 15 minutes, when court resumed, Mr. Zambori refused to stand up, so the sheriffs dragged him back into the courtroom. Throughout the remainder of the sentencing, the Zamboris remained calmer. However, they did not look toward the judge. No, because they're law-free. Yeah, for the most part, but rather talked to each other. Mr. Zambori straightened her husband's tie. Mrs. Rather, Zambori straightened her husband's tie, offered him water to drink, and uh, or approached the gallery to speak with other supporters. The charges against the Zamboris resulted after... An RCMP search warrant was executed on June 5th of 2012. Royal County uh, Mounted Police. Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Oh, these are Canadians, eh? Yeah, beauty. Uh, and uh, the fam at, the, at their property on Fox Mountain in Williams Lake. During the search, police discovered the basement of the residence had a number of rooms outfitted for marijuana production, along with supplies for a grow-op. They also found 259 growing cannabis marijuana plants inside and 19 growing outside. While the police were conducting the search, Catherine was inside the house with two children, and Joseph arrived 
while the police were conducting the search, Gropper said. In 2001, Mr. Zambori uh, served a six-month jail sentence for possession of the purpose of trafficking. Justice Gropper, uh, Gropper rather, sentenced... <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Sentenced That's Mr. another whole other charge. Yeah, Mr. you're right. Mr. Zambori to an 18-month jail sentence following... Uh, followed by probation while his wife is serving a 12-month conditional sentence so that she can remain at home with their children. Mr. Zambori works as an electrician while his wife homeschools her children and does the bookkeeping. So this reminds me of a video I saw online of this guy that was um, being brought up on charges and being brought in front of a, uh, a judge because he had killed an animal to eat it. He's like a mountain man kind of guy. He ends up leaving. He walks out of the courtroom and leaves because he was going, I am, a, I am a human being with a with God-given right to forge for food to, to feed myself. He basically was saying, I'm, I'm, I think it was basically, you know, forget your hunting laws, this and that. Yeah. I'm allowed to hunt, to eat, to live. Sure. And I agree with and, him. And he stood his ground until finally, he just kind of walked off and got the car and left. I don't know what <laughs> happened to the guy. I wish I could do that. But there is something to be said about the guy feeding himself to live versus a guy just out there, you know, bagging deer or whatever all day long illegally. There's a sure. difference. All right. This story is a twofer. And normally I, pay, I play, if it's a twofer, I'll play them back to back. But we're running low on time, so I'm going to play them at the same time. All right. Okay. <laughs> wow. Head spinning. I like that. It's like a dance mix. Headline is charges laid over toilet paper fracas at a Sydney supermarket. Fracas or fracas? Fracas. Fracas. It's a fracas. Biopic. <laughs> Biopic. Biopic. The future over toilet paper panic buying has escalated, which drives me nuts. And we, we spoke about this earlier in this episode. With two women charged in Sydney following an alleged assault at a supermarket that was captured on video. The women, aged 23 and 60. What a gap. Old enough to know better. The 23-year-old the should have won that one. Have been charged, uh, I don't know, maybe not. Have been charged with, uh, what's that word? Afray? Afray. Afray. Have been charged with, the, I'm afraid. I'm afraid you don't know what that word means. Afray. Over the alleged fight at uh, this Woolworths. Stay out of the Woolworths, Stay. Craig. Hey, you know what that is? It's an instance of fighting in a public place that disturbs the peace. Oh, man. It, it was sparked in an apparent. It's a fight, a brawl, a battle, an engagement, an encounter. Well, it was sparked by an apparent dispute over toilet paper. Footage of the incident quickly circulated on social media Saturday. Like, did it not circulate normal speed? No, it was quickly. Oh, okay. Showing staff investing or no, they were intervening, intervening. They were intervening. in a dispute between the women. The staff members can be heard urging those involved to back off right now. Back off right now. From a trolley stacked with jumbo packs of toilet rolls. I just want one pack, said a woman uh, to another at the helm of the overflowing trolley. Police were called to the store about 7 a.m. Saturday where a 49-year-old alleged that she had been assaulted, although she was uninjured. About 8 p.m. on Saturday, the two women we spoke of earlier attended uh, Bankstown Police Station and spoke with investigators. Uh, the police on Sunday said in a statement that the women had been issued court attendance notices for the affray. That's the word of the day. Affray. Affray. I'm afraid that's the word of the day. Both are due back into court next month. So the long and short of it of this story is that people are now fighting, Craig, over toilet tissue. Um, you know, talk about Australia real quick. Go ahead. Uh, did you see, I posted this week, there's a new movie called The Very Excellent Mr. Dundee. Yeah, I saw that. Did you watch the trailer? No, I did not. So it's like real life him, Olivia Newton-John's in it. John um, Cleese. John Cleese is in yeah. it. Um, 
um, Chevy Chase, who looks like he's shrunk down a little bit. He's looking pretty good in this. Uh, that's the I know he's I don't a John. I know, I know, but I, but he's not funny anymore. So you know anyway, who else is not? funny? Well, nobody said he's going to be funny in this. You know who else is not funny? Who? Martin Short. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he was hit, he was hit and miss anyway. Yeah, but that's my, right. He but was, my point yeah. was in the trailer, your favorite line from Crocodile Dundee. That's not a noise. Right. So this guy walks up to him in the trailer, and he's like an in person. He's like a. Uh, what do you call the guys, the, the lookalike guys, that, like in Hollywood or whatever? I don't know where the guy is. but he The impersonators. Wa- impersonators. So he yeah. walks up, he's dressed like me. He goes, he's got like a cardboard or like a foil knife. He goes, that's not a knife. I've got a much bigger knife. And he goes, <laughs> and he just falls over. It bends over, falls over. <laughs> but but Paul Hogan goes, that's not even the line. He goes, <laughs> oh. he goes I should know. I've been doing this for 20 years. <laughs> More than that now. No, no, no. The impersonator he goes, I should oh, know because oh, I've been doing this for 20 tw- He says the line wrong to Paul Hogan. Okay, we're going to switch gears here, right? We're going to go to Mark's. Right. All right, so you've got the list. You read them, and then we'll discuss. Okay. Quickly. Mark Patch's top. Okay, well, hit that again. I didn't oh. do it. It's time for the Mark Patch. Literally, the Mark Patch top 10. Oh, go, go ahead. Okay, good enough. <laughs> this is top 10. This, this is his top 10 favorite albums. Okay. Okay. Of all time, I'm guessing. I guess. All right. And, and even if I don't totally agree that that particular album is one of my favorite of all time, I, I agree with most all these bands. Okay. Here. Okay. Number 10, The Bangles, All Over the Place. That's a good album. I wouldn't put it in my top 10. Number nine. What do you think? Oh, I love The Bangles. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? But uh, All Over the Place is a good be, album. I want you to say whether you'd be in your top oh, 10. It, 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 well, here's the thing. Like I said, I that one would not be in my top 10, but, I, but it's a fantastic but album. But it's in Mark's. Number nine of Mark Patch's, our band director's top 10 favorite albums of all time. Goo Goo Dolls, Dizzy Up the Girl. Yeah, it's a good one. No, yeah. that's a good album. Yeah. 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 Uh, number eight, love this guy. And he only had a couple of hits, but he was so cool back in the day, and he was nerdy cool. Number eight, Donnie Iris, Back on the Streets, Oh, man. Did that have both his big hits Aaliyah on it? Leia and Love oh, is Like a Rock. Yes. Awesome. I love those two Fantastic. songs. Another one of my all-time favorites, Mark's number seven. I think what it is is I don't necessarily – I'm not looking at these are also my favorite albums. I just how much I love a lot of these bands he's mentioned. Number seven of Mark Patch's top ten albums, Nick Lowe, Party of One. Nick Lowe's so good. Yeah. You probably know Cruel to be Kind. Oh, sure. Or I knew the yeah, yeah. bride when she used to rock and roll. Yes. Yeah. Um, number six, great band, lost – their lead singer in the past what, couple years, uh, the album Eleven by the Smithereens. It's a good one. Um, number five, Ty Bachman. Remember him? I don't. So <laughs> nah, I remember that song, but I don't remember that album She's at all. So yeah, it's a good song. Okay, and the one that Mark and I definitely agree on. Okay, and okay. So this one would be in your top ten. This would be probably in my top ten. This is such a fun album. Okay. Sans one bit of language in one song. Okay, go ahead. Okay. But <clears throat> I'm just saying, if, if someone goes out and listens, I want to play it in front of the kids, and there's this one song. Anyway, uh, number four, Fountains of Wayne, oh. Welcome Interstate Managers. Now, everybody knows Stacy's hey, mom. Stacy's mom and yeah. Hey Julie. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, Hackensack, Fire Island. Didn't they do 1985 or? No. That, that's Bowling for Soup. Oh, that's right. I'm my bad. <laughs> but my but bad. both probably considered power pop, I guess. Sure. Mark, would you say that? I'd say Bowling for Soup might have been considered. They were poppy for sure, but I'm not sure if they were power if pop. If we'd planned ahead, I would have called Mark I tell during, you what, during this list. I tell you what, Fountains of Wayne, I would implore anyone that wants to hear a great album. It's so fun. You know Stacy's mom. You've probably that's heard it. a great song. You might have heard Hey Julie, which is great. Hey t- Julie, no, that's don't not it. bring no, me down. No. Uh, Hackensack's one of my absolute favorite songs. Okay. I love that song. Um, 
Number three of Mark Patches, our band leaders, top 10 albums, I guess, of all time. From 1996, Gin Blossoms. Congratulations. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, that may they, actually be in my top 10. And they've got a new album. Do they really? Yeah. It's it's what I've heard has been really good. You know, I saw them in concert accidentally because they opened up for, for somebody I was seeing. One of the best shows I've ever seen I'm in my still life. hearing. She's so high. <laughs> the Gin Blossoms are great live. Uh, anyway, uh, number two, The Cars. The Cars. Yeah. The first album. That now, killer. I do love that album. I kind of lean towards Candio, but I will say one of my favorite albums, and I don't think this was always the popular opinion of all their albums, Panorama. Yeah, it's a good one. I love Panorama. I like all their Panorama, albums. the first three albums are solid. And, and Rico Kasich was not the only lead singer. That's the funny thing about Benjamin Orr was yeah. so great. Um, very similar voices. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hard to tell. Number one, well, except Rick kind of talked through his songs most of the time where Ben could actually seriously carry a note. Yeah. I think that was the big difference. But both gone. God rest their souls. Number one of Mark Patch's top ten albums of all time, Cheap Trick, uh, Live at Budokan. Yes, that one's in my top ten, sure. Uh, that's now, a killer. Now album. I'm gonna I'm gonna add I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna add a couple. We're supposed to be doing our own. Don't don't add any yet. I, well, I'm gonna add one. No, you I can't, can't do no, that. I get, I'm gonna do one. Well, if you if you add one here, it can't be in your official top ten. We'll see. No, no, it cannot. I'm telling you, so don't do it. David and David, welcome to the Boomtown. Such a good album. Gotta hear that album. So good. But I'm saving the other ones. I'll save the other ones. I might mention that one again because I love no, it. No, that can't be in your official top ten. You it, just blew it. You're not the boss of me. By the way, hey. my band name for this week's show, You're Not the Boss of Me. Well. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back Monday with another episode. I'd like to say hello to my pops. Hope you're doing well. She's so high. And to all those who are self-quarantined, just go ahead and listen to listen to all of our episodes. All of our can. episodes, every one of them. Coronavirus going to oh, I want to say hi to Pops. Hey, Pops. <laughs> hey, Pops. I'm sorry, he's got that so loud I came and talk. Uh, not my mom and Pops. <laughs> want to say hi to both of them. Uh, say hey to Alan. No, forget Alan. All right, guys, we're out of here. We were watching a movie. Lori and I were watching a movie this week. Freaks. And it was awesome. I loved it. But one line in it was, shut up, Alan. I'm going to try to record that. I didn't get it on the hot button.